0: All right, everybody, welcome back into the StuCast, uh, leading off a big two weeks. It's a big two weeks every year for this show. We got the draft coming up next week, the Derby, and our annual Derby show, our Kentucky Derby show presented by our good friends at Dreammaker Racing, who uh, our guests can attest to. I mean, they got some horses in the barn this year. Big Bobby, Yo Cuz. If you want to get in with some of the best horses in the country, running up at some of the best tracks in the country, uh, hit up our friends at Dreammaker Race and They're presenting a big show. We got a huge derby show. I don't want to spoil it uh, too early, um, but you know I come and I deliver like my past few derby shows. So hope you check that out. But before we even get to that, we got the NFL draft, and there's no better person to have on. There's no better uh, Guma. He's my Guma, and I know I'm using that very appropriately. He. Some have called him the Noah Vedral of sports podcasting. Some have called. Some have said. Some have said he is the host of the Philly Mongo's podcast, which you can get. Over on Spotify, which, even if you're not a Philly fan, it is phenomenal. It's great banter. Uh, he is Rob Romano You know him. You love him. Rob, it is so good to see your beautiful face.
1: <laughs> I get that a lot. You know, I get that a lot. But, uh, no, it's great being with you. I mean, uh, unfortunately, you know, we're uh, pretty good friends, so I have to listen to you all the time, which <laughs> you're – Detroit Lions propaganda, your Michigan State propaganda, your Aqueduct Pick 3s, your Aqueduct Pick 4s. Hey, look, or, I
0: wish you would come to me for Aqueduct Pick 4s because I'm the king of them.
1: I, You know, listen, you know, some of us, unfortunately, had to work the weekend. And then I, I get a text. Oh, oh I, I, I get, I get a text. I, you know, and you did send me your ticket. I would love to break your balls on here, but you did send me your ticket before you played it. And so, I mean, blind squirrel situation. Listen, he, 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 you know, you know, listen, they have something at the track that you can hit quick pick. That's basically what Stu does, but uh, no, it's good capping by you. I mean, listen, every once in a while, Stu pops up with something, you know? Hey, shout out to David
0: Aragona I only included that 12 because David Aragona who's a friend of the show friend of mine I, I'm kind of a big deal uh, in the horse racing world um he he gave it out a nice a nice thousand dollar ticket you can't beat that hey you're gonna be on next week uh for Derby can I can I nail you down on it on a race? Oh.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Listen, I mean, and and it's funny, next Saturday, actually, I have, uh, uh, I have planned on Derby Day, we're going, uh, you know, listen, unfortunately,
0: we're we're, we're (laughs) meeting up at Laurel Park,
1: you know, unfortunately, I'm friends with all these Mets mongos, right? I grew up with these guys. Listen, I have to hear them in my group chat every day. I finally stopped arguing with them. And I just tell them how good they are. This way I can laugh in their face when they crash and burn. But uh, sorry to offend any Mets fans out there. Um, I am just a depressed Phillies fan. So, But uh, we're actually taking a party bus down to <laughs> Citizens Bank Park. So before I go into the stadium, I will be hitting the South Philly OTB, which if you haven't been to the South Philly OTB outside uh, where the Phillies play, I mean <laughs> – if you want to talk about salt of the earth, I mean you're, you're talking. Hey, look, are we talking, Monmouth, are we talking Monmouth?
0: Are we talking Monmouth Park on a, on a Friday night at ten thirty?
1: Monmouth Park at ten thirty on a Friday night in September or October when you came up, that probably looks like the Royal Ascot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, yeah, That looks like Royal Ascot compared to the South Philly OTB. I mean, you're you're talking about some mongos that have. <laughs> nothing to live for i mean they are they are just there day to day i mean that places you yeah, know that you, you, gave you know true
0: salt of the earth this is what jesus listen, went for listen folks.
1: you know my, my dad Stu's met him before my dad's a legend i mean yeah, i grew up with going otbs and being around the horses so i can't wait and, i can't
0: uh, wait to go to the south philly otb now i cannot wait. oh oh it is, it is i'm in is. i'm a hundred percent in it is a special. I may place. say I'm going to go see the Eagles game. I'm really going to, to the South Philly OTB, baby.
1: Yeah, actually, shout out to my dad. Uh, this is no lie. One of the last years the vet was closing. I think it was 02 or 01. I'm trying to think of the year we played the Colts. I think it was 02. Um, that that season was the final year when we played the Colts. My dad gave the tickets to me and my cousin, and he's like, "You guys can go to the game. I'm going to the OTB." We went over and watched the Eagles game, and my dad just sat in the OTB and gambled. I mean, I mean, listen, he's a he's a legend in his own right, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, bombs away. I can't wait till he's on here. <laughs> I really can't wait till he's on here. Uh, let's get to the draft. Look. It, the draft coming up. You're you're a draft guy. You got a book. No shit, folks. This guy produces his own book. He's looking at it right now. And, yeah,
1: it's and I, I didn't. I mean, you're talking to a guy who barely graduated high school, and I mean barely.
0: <laughs> I mean, barely graduated uh, sixth grade. I mean, this is impressive. I'm telling stuff.
1: you. Listen, YouTube Scout. Um, you know, listen. You sit in my section in 110. Shout out to all the fans. Shout the gym, the, the then... hot
0: dog vendor, always having the <laughs> yeah. dogs ready, baby. Oh, yeah,
1: always at halftime. You know, you got to recharge the batteries. I mean, there's nothing like a the hot dog that's been sitting out for six months in some layaway bo- underneath the stadium. You know, <laughs> wash that down with a couple of Miller lights and the 20 I have in the parking lot. But I digress. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, this is. Listen, you know, for the first draft in a while, I mean, it's not a quarterback draft. We'll get Stu's thoughts later. I can't can't wait to hear Stu's thoughts on the quarterback because we've been screaming about it and yelling about it every day on the phone when we talk. But it's really come down to now, two days before the draft, it's Travion Walker. It's Aiden Hutchinson. I I mean, it really just seems that way at 1-2. I think Travion is the upside guy, you know, when I had J.C. on my show. You know, J.C. is a Georgia guy. I mean, he loves Travion. He said the reason he thinks the production wasn't there as far as the sacks was that's the way that Kirby likes to play that defense. Um, We're on the edge. He's really just setting the edge a lot. He's not free rushing. You know, everybody says that he tested like an athletic freak. It's the upside with Walker that has the Jaguars interested. There's a rumor out there that, you know, bulky who hates Harbaugh, they hate each other from San Francisco. He doesn't want Hutchinson, obviously, with the Michigan connection. That seems a little far-fetched to me. But, um, you know, maybe a tackle, maybe Icky slips in there from uh, North Carolina State. But I just think it's down to Travion or Hutchinson. And uh, what are your thoughts here? I mean, you're a Lions guy. You know, the obviously the Jags are going to set this draft off, but I mean – It really gets going at two here. Do you think it's as simple as they're taking one or two of these defensive ends
0: or. Yeah. I mean, they have to, I mean, this is the worst year ever to have a first or second overall pick. I mean, there's not really a stud player in the bunch. Uh, You know, if, if Aiden or Travion Walker were in last year's draft, they wouldn't crack the top six or seven. Right. So Um, I look at, you know, and I'm listening to Mike Lombardi, who, you know, GM Shuffle, shout out to them. Phenomenal show. You turned me on to that, uh, Rob. And he said, look, it's it's plain and simple. Uh, Trent Baalke, the GM for the Jags, wants to hit a home run. A home run pick is not Aiden Hutchinson. Because I think when you watch Aiden Hutchinson, and and I'm not saying this with uh, Sparty colored glasses here. Uh, I, I've seen most of his games. Um I think you really have to question what role did Ojabo play, who's a very athletic, u- ultra dynamic, ultra athletic uh end. Uh what role did he play? And what you know, what competition was he going against? And you look at some games, he just disappears, namely that Georgia game. Aiden Hutchinson was on the side of a milk carton during that Georgia game. And he was dominated. I think there's some question as to, yes, the guy's got heart. The guy's got a motor. The guy tries every play. He's got some really great hand movement. I, I don't, you know, he has to be in a two-point stance when he comes off the line. I, I don't know how well that's going to play, right? He almost feels like a better outside linebacker than he does at end that's my mind. That's how I see it. I could be very wrong. I'm not a, you know, professional. Um, I think Trayvon Walker has a ton of upside. I think he's kind of like that Kayvon Thibodeau with less reservations. Um, I think that's why uh, Thibodeau's kind of fallen a little bit. Yeah. It's funny
1: in the recent days, because I'll tell you what, and, and Lombardi made a great point on his show too, where he said, you know, don't, a lot of the three weeks leading up to the draft, it's all it's all the agents and the bullshit that they throw out there. But it does seem like Kayvon's name in the last, I think, day or two, you start to see it come back up boards. Now, you know, I, I saw a report earlier that if he drafts, if he drops past five, there's going to be teams interested. Um, I, I think he's kind of coming back up boards because he's a player we'll get into a little bit. I think he's phenomenal. I, I mean, I, you know, they, they say he doesn't, in the interviews, he didn't come across well. He kind of reminds me of a mini Chase Young. I mean, Chase Young was phenomenal at Ohio State, but he got built up a little bit, too, because of the school he went I to. I,
0: here, here's the thing. I, I, like you say, Chase Young, we got to remember what Chase Young was in college. Trayvon Walker, you're talking about, about a guy with 29 sacks and 29 games of college football. That's not... He's not lighting the world on fire. I think he's very athletic. I think he's coachable. I think he could be something really impressive. I don't know that he's necessarily not number one pick, but I don't know that Hutchinson is either. And with them signing Cam Robinson, you know, the lines are going D end. I think they're forced into going D end. Because they're not – it's a good old line they have in Detroit, one of the very few good things about the Lions. Um, Their fan base not being one of them, um, of which I'm a part of. And, you know, you you go D-line. I could see – I'd be shocked if it wasn't D-line, D-line to start the draft.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, I I said it on one of my shows previously – it was something that Lombardi had said that it was a philosophy, I believe. Uh, Belichick, it was a philosophy he had heard from Andy Reid, too. Like, top 10, you're either going defensive end, offensive line, or quarterback. Any other than those positions, you really should trade out of the top 10. You know, and obviously, listen, you, you could name big time players that have been taken there and star players, but it's really not a bad philosophy at the end of the day. Like, the Lions need pass rushers. You know the Lions need defense, like you said, altogether. Their offensive line is pretty solid, and uh, defense is a big issue for them. I mean, I, I just really like Kevon. You know, honestly, when I watched his film, I liked him. I never wavered. I never think wavered. he, has, I I think never he
0: Honestly, has the most upside. I honestly, yeah, think I, he's he a has little the stiff. Upside.
1: He could be a little stiff at times, but. You know, Chris Ball had kind of changed Oregon a little bit. I, I thought he had brought them back to a good defensive team, not the Chip Kelly teams, you know, not that they had some decent pass rushers in their time too at Oregon when he was there. But I, I just, I really like KV on. I got to be honest with you between KV on Hutchinson and Walker, I'm going KV on Walker and Hutchinson. That, that, that that's how I would line them up as my one, two, three, um, but listen, it's debatable. You know, these GMs and everybody, they get into these interviews. God knows the GM I have to deal with, he carries his own notebook. So, listen, you know, you know, somebody falls in love with somebody, they're going to trade up. You know, that, that's what I was listening to today. They were saying there's going to be teams in this draft that fall in love with players. Who knows? Maybe the Lions say screw it and we'll get your thoughts right now. Maybe the Lions go Malik Willis. I mean, with that arm talent, uh, let's,
0: I'll, get, I, you, let's get yeah. your thoughts. If the lions, if the lions go with Malik Willis, you better call a wellness check in <laughs> on my house. You know my address. I've given it to you. You know my wife's number. Call, call it in. Call the cops. I will be hanging from the rafters in my basement. Okay, I will be. I will be on my roof, ready to jump. Uh, I'm gonna pull a Jersey Jerry and kill myself. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> well, I'm not even addressing Malik Wells because it's not even a point here. We'll we'll address it down the road when the Steelers make that horrible decision. But uh, I it has to be two D linemen going back to back. And to be honest with you, um, and we'll we'll move up to the to the Panthers pick here. I think you're going to see nothing but D linemen or offensive linemen going up until the Panthers pick. And I don't think they're picking anything other than an O linemen.
1: Uh, Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of rumors with the Panthers. Um, On one of the Eagles shows I listened to inside the birds, they do a really good job. And they were saying on there that even the Eagles and Panthers have had talks that the Panthers like Dillard. Um, Dillard showed last year after he was, basically had a bad rookie season when they moved him to right tackle. He's really a left tackle, but he's beat out by my And then uh, last year he really had to fill in and he did a nice job. I mean, tackles don't come easy in the NFL. So I know the Panthers had some interest there. I kind of feel like if KV on slip, that might be a trade. The Eagles might make, but um, I think you're right. I, I think the Panthers have to go offensive line. If they're not going quarterback to me, I think they're still going quarterback. I think they're going I don't to pick see it. it.
0: There's not a quarterback here. I, really I, I don't right. disagree. I don't
1: disagree. But I think if you're Matt rule, not that that's going to save his job. I just think he's in a dire situation. And, and I, I think he's in a situation where, you know, it's it's Sam Darnold. I mean, I don't know. I thought maybe they trade for Garoppolo. They didn't with Garoppolo's arm. But them at six there. I, I really believe deep down they're going to go for a quarterback. And a little bit of that me hopes that for my team sitting at 15 you know but we shall see you know maybe they do just go Charles Cross and take the best offensive lineman
0: Rob do you have anything that says no quarterback in the top 10 what the odds are
1: I don't have it up right now I'm actually going to do a show tomorrow on my channel uh Billy Mongo's available on uh, Spotify yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a whole uh, breakdown on that, but I, I actually didn't look into that number.
0: I, I can, don't uh, think a quarterback gets taken in the top ten. You I'm might not positive. be wrong. EJ I, I Emmanuel, just don't see. I, no. I I just don't see it. I the it, the real strength of this draft is is on the lines, and you go even to Atlanta. And I think Atlanta, you know, a lot of people have them taking Drake London. Why? Why now?
1: I well, why would you just took Kyle Pitts last year? I mean, why are you gonna take two wide receivers back to back? Oh, I'm sorry. Do I root for a <laughs> franchise? It's gonna take three like the Lions. No. Um, yes, I do. But um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I I don't see Atlanta, I don't understand that at all. I, I don't understand why they would take. A, a wide receiver. I don't know. They need to take line. You, you know, we've seen in the NFL time and time again, the offensive defensive lines is what wins. And, and the same goes for the giants and the jets. We were talking about it earlier. I mean, those are the two most interesting teams right now in the top 10. The giants have one of the most horrific offensive lines ever. They don't have bad skilled players. I don't think, I mean, uh, to me, they got to go line on both if, if they don't move down. And that's another thing too. What are your thoughts on that? Everybody wants to move down.
0: Well, I mean, that's telling you exactly what we, everybody thinks like general managers are saying, this is not a draft. That's really talent heavy anywhere. I, I think, you know, here's a perfect example. Jermaine Johnson, uh, the DM for Florida state is shooting up the boards of a lot of folks. Travis Penning, the O tackle from Northern Iowa, is shooting up the draft boards for a lot of folks. How far are they off from the cream of the crop, the Travion Walkers, the Charles Crosses, the Evan Neals, et cetera? I don't think it's a ton. So I think a lot of people would love to you know, drop down un- unless you got a great grade on him. I-, I think that's screaming that there is not amazing. You know, there's not an amazing uh, talent in this draft. I think it's going to be value in the middle of it.
1: I, I have some hot takes on Jermaine Johnson. Um, he flashed at the senior bowl, um, which goes a long way in these drafts. I got to be honest with you. When I watched the guy, um I wasn't blown away by his tape. I, I think he's a guy who was better at the senior bowl. I think that's why he's coming up boards. I'm just not a huge Jermaine Johnson guy. And, and by the way, he has Philadelphia written all over him. This is a classic. Broderick Bunkley. This is what here's the, thing. Was, well, here's the was. Broderick was an thing. inside player. I shouldn't you say watch that. You Jermaine this
0: Johnson. You watch the tape. I think he's really viable. I think he's a nice player. He can be. I'll put it that way. He can be a nice player. You watch him in that Notre Dame game, then you watch him against like NC State, and it's almost two different players. Yeah, I I
1: wasn't a huge fan, and I actually put something on Twitter, and I got loads of Seminole fans sending me I'm a moron, which I already know, so it wasn't that big of a deal to call me an idiot. But yeah, they they were not happy when I made that comment that i i just didn't think he's that great of a player but listen i you know he's gonna move upwards you know like same thing we talk about quarterbacks it's the same thing with defensive ends too they're gonna move up boards from the position they play And, and this is definitely i think it's a draft where there's solid talent all across the board on with the defensive ends not miles garrett not bosa you know not that kind of talent i think it's solid um, I think the defensive line class is a little weak. I, I love Jordan Davis. Don't get me wrong. I think he could be a freak in the middle, um, but I, I tell you, after the first and second round, I think the talent on the defensive line drops off in this draft.
0: Yeah, and once you get, uh, once you get to about, you know. Eight nine deep on this offensive line, defensive line. I mean, it, it does start to trail off a tad. Um, and then you start entering that Jermaine Johnson territory, you start entering wide receiver territory. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you this: out of the commanders, the Jets, the Vikings, um houston the chefs ravens do you think we see our first wide receiver come off the board there or is it earlier
1: i think you're gonna see it earlier um i I see a ton of props saying that take the over on wide receivers in the first round i i do think it's a solid wide receiver class um i love garrett wilson i think he's santonio holmes i i think Um, garrett
0: wilson is probably the the most ready to go wide out in this draft.
1: I agree with that. I like his play. Um, I really think Olave is underrated. I think Olave is a route runner. Now listen, he's a deep threat. He's not great. A yak player. You know, he's not really going to like, I don't know. He's not going to take the ball on a five yard pass and then go 30 yards down the field. He's not that kind of player. he'll catch a 30 yard pass and then he's going right down. I just think he's the crispest route runner in this draft. He runs the cleanest routes. I think he's a really solid football player. I do like Olave Jamison Williams to me is a taller Deshaun Jackson, just a phenomenal speed. I mean, nobody took it to the Georgia defense and I know I'm going to, you know, Bobcats probably jumping up and down in his, Probably jumping up and down in his room right now in his Alabama I, PJs. I, got, I mean, I got
0: some. When we hit the break, I got a wild Bobcat story. <laughs> uh, just absolutely insane. But yes, you know what Bobcats just? Ah, Jameson Williams. Ah, bam. Yeah, I mean, he him is. And, him and me, John Frazier are high fiving someone. Oh, oh, they have,
1: they have Alabama propaganda everywhere. Um, and they and like Jameson their spaghetti Williams. with ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. They, they don't know Italian food uh, and Olive garden to them is going out to a five-star restaurant in Alabama. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, let's be you honest.
0: See, you hate to see it. You really hate um,
1: to see it. I, you know, I, I do think, I do think you could probably put Jamison Williams if he didn't get the injury. You know, that's a big deal on AC injury to a guy with speed. His game is speed. So, you know, that's I, I a have major heard knock.
0: he's like, He's ready to go.
1: That's what everybody says.
0: But is he? I mean, look at Jalen Waddle. Jalen he... Waddle came off that ACL injury. And this is true. Look, if you're going to get an ACL injury, you probably want to get it in Birmingham, Alabama, where Dr. Andrews is.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, you know, Drake London, I know you're not a huge fan of Drake London. I love Fuck Drake London. Fuck the Pac 12. Um, it can <laughs> burn in
0: hell. <laughs> it it, it, it is ISIS. I
1: think he's Mike Evans. I really like Drake London. I'd be shocked if he gets past the Jets at 10. Shocked. Traylon Burks, every draft Twitter expert hates him. I don't know why. He runs clean routes. I know I they get in the, the ball height. early. Yeah, I know they get in the ball early. I thought he was a playmaker for that Arkansas team. Um, I like the kid. I, I honestly, I think he could be like a T Higgins. I'm not saying he could be a dominant number one, but I think he can be a solid player for your football team. Uh, George Pickens is a big deal right now on draft Twitter. Everybody says that like 30 out of the 32 teams are out on him because of his attitude. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, he had some blowups in some games. Jay, like when I had JC on, he said they made a bigger deal of it than it was. But it does He's seem a little
0: like a bit of a head case.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, what good wide receiver isn't? But you know, somebody compared him the other day to CD Lamb, and I love that comparison. He definitely does have that frame and that build. I don't know if he's going to be as good as CD Lamb, but I do like Pickens. Um, I, if my dad's listening, please God, cover your ears. Jahan Dotson's one of the best players in this draft. I don't care what anybody says. I've had to watch this kid, and I've you know I watch Penn State games. At the worst hill.
0: university in the world.
1: Yeah, oh, oh, horrible, horrible. They should shut it down. But this kid is a phenomenal football player. Catches all over the field, does anything you want. Do feel like he's going to be more of a slot corner in the NFL. But I tell you, I just love the kid. I love the way he plays, I love the way he tacks the football, I love his hands. Um, Christian Watson was a guy I turned on the film, and I wanted to hate him, right? Because North Dakota State, I'm already thinking of the Ginger Jesus. I'm already thinking that $30 million bum in Washington. I hope he enjoys playing for the commanders. But uh, Christian Watson is a guy that blew me away. I really like Christian Watson. Feels like a reach in the first, but I tell you, I think somebody's going to get a steal with this could Could take a little time to develop, but man, did I, I really just love the way he played. Uh, I'm just going to ramble off two or three more guys here the number my number my true number one receiver in this in this draft Bo Melton I mean let's be honest the guy the guy was stacked on the Rutgers team with the worst quarterback known in history and he's probably coming back this year and starting I'm not upset
0: no no I mean I'm driving to Boston because I just want to see (laughs) that in person but you know, you shout know,
1: out I, to Stu. Stu is coming up to Boston with my dad. I got Dave. my Rutgers
0: shirt on, baby. I'm <laughs> ready to roll, baby. Yeah, we're doing a Red Sox game. By the way, shout I'm going to have – Shout I'm out gonna... to
1: my man Joe Baggs on Twitter. He's a huge Boston College mongo. He came down to Rutgers for a game. So we're going to see him and have a couple beers with him at the game. It's going to be a great time.
0: Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, me, and Bobcat have already talked. We're going, we're wearing Rutgers gear. When they get down twenty-one nothing early, we're switching to BC gear. Oh wow, wow! Yeah. It's gonna be real tough. It's gonna be a real tough look.
1: I'm telling. But you.
0: no, Bo Melton, I think Bo Melton has some potential. Um, I don't know if you saw that picture of the Rutgers spring game with him and uh, Pachenko that I saw you, I sent you?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Looking like Milli Vanilli 92, okay? <laughs> it was horrific. These How guys are bought you? into their own hype. He is a solid wideout, though. And I I think when you watch him run his routes, it this is the kind of value. These are the kind of guys that you have to target in the third, fourth, fifth rounds, and you're going to get real value. That's why I've never... I don't really value wide receivers. It's, it's much more about the quarterback because Tom Brady can turn, you know, a nobody, uh, a third, fourth, fifth round pick into gold. You know, it's it just, no. you're right. You,
1: you've always, you've been saying this since I known you and you're not wrong. Um, I do think teams and I don't, I don't know what your opinion is on this. We'll get it in a minute when I ask, um, what is your opinion on teams, a team like the Eagles, a team like Denver last year that they're building? They're building to either get a free agent quarterback or they're building to get a quarterback high in the draft next year, hopefully. Um, just continue to build your team, you know, get the best player that's there. Keep building the team and then worry about the quarterback in the offseason season. You know, well, listen, half our fan base already thinks hurts is in the Hall of Fame, and the other half like me, are just ready to move on, but listen, he's gonna get this season that that's fine, you know that's fine. I'm not expecting much, but like I do want them to keep building the team, whether that's defense, whether that's offense, just keep on getting good football players
0: no i I completely agree with you that what for me my my whole outlook on the on the draft is. I ideally want value at a position, right? So once I get into that 10 to 20 range, if the value is a corner, if the value is a safety, if the value is a wide receiver, et cetera, depending on need, depending on team makeup, I'm cool with it, right? I have very hard lines about not picking secondary uh, players in the top five. See Jeffrey Okuda, okay? Okay. Um, I think you build a team from the line. So O-line, D-line, you can sign a wide out. You can sign a quarterback. You can trade for a wide out or a quarterback. You can do these things, right? Um, I mean, how Christian Kirk's getting paid like he's Jerry Rice. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. We're going to take a short break though, because I want to get your opinion on the Eagles and some of the back end of this draft. We're going to talk a little Isaiah pichenko in the meantime, uh, a little Boat Mountain. We're going to get our jerseys ready. He's going to be a future Eagle. Uh, can't wait. So in the meantime, stay tuned to these uh, uh, advertisements I got going on, and then uh, we'll be back on the flip side.
1: Hello everyone, this is Chris Van Dyne from North Coast Sports. You'll hear me here every week during football season with my main man, Stu, from the StuCast. And just want to let everyone know we got a lot going on at North Coast. We got Power Sweep coming up, going to be releasing that at the end of August. And get on board for Power Sweep at ncsports.com. Definitely check out our podcast on ncsports.com. And like I said, you'll hear me every week giving out some of the best handicapping picks that you will get in the industry uh, with Stu and Bobcat every week here, as well as at North Coast Sports, ncsports.com. And we're looking forward to football season.
0: All right, back at it, and we got the Eagles on the clock. Pick 15, coming back with uh, – you guys got 17, correct? 15,
1: 15 and 18. I'm already sweating and as you 18. say it. All right. All right. My my hands are already getting sweaty as you say it. Um, With these picks, we'll talk about it a little bit. I mean – We need defense, so I said it on the show yesterday with my man Rob Hayden. Um, Sorry for that audio, by the way. It was choppy. My Wi-Fi stunk and dropped out. But anyways, I digress. I'm still a rookie at this. Um, I absolutely love the cornerbacks in this draft. Um, Bobcat, who's usually on this show, okay, for some reason hates Derek Stingley. I think Bobcat forgets how good that LSU defense was in 19. I almost feel like Bobcat is like – Men in black just taking away whatever happened in 19 because that hey, was hey, look, some of the most phenomenal cornerback
0: play. You'll I ever see. side with Bobcat here. Uh, the old dog, the bounty hunter, was on to something here. And I'm not I'm not a fan of Derek Stingley. Oh, you not, guys are insane. Not.
1: You guys are insane. This kid a- is
0: $100 hundred worth of talent, 10 cent brain.
1: Right, listen, I, I'm not going to say. He's definitely had his slip-ups at LSU. I think after that season in 19, they were all feeling themselves, the coach included, obviously. Um, allegedly. I, yeah, allegedly. Uh, he looked <laughs> phenomenal at his pro day. I, I just think Derek Stingley is going to be a phenomenal pro. Listen, I, I already planted my flag here. This is my guy. I have him over Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner's is another guy. I, I think he's a really good football player. I really Oh, he's do.
0: gone before these picks. I would no, think. I know.
1: Is he really a top five
0: player? No, I, no. I think I think he's ones. a top fifteen guy. Yeah, I, I think he's a
1: top fifteen guy. Absolutely. I put five? him more at
0: that between that eight and eleven range is where I think he goes.
1: Who Sauce Gardner?
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, no, he's not seven and eleven because I, I think yeah. I think the Giants are. You know, he's the perfect spot for him.
1: Yeah, he probably is. I mean, I guess they're going to trade Bradbury. He's a guy, actually, I wouldn't mind trading for. I think he's a good football player. It's just, it's, you know, what happens in the NFL, these contracts – The contracts ruin it. I mean, look at Debo Samuel. Look at Tyreek Hill. It's just, it's amazing now with the contracts. But back to the draft here. Listen, Bobcat's dead wrong. Derek Stingley, I'm going to tell Bobcat right now, I'm going to make a $100 wager with Bobcat. I'll buy him whatever kind of liquor he wants. Stingley is going to be the best cornerback out of this draft in two years. There's no way he isn't. There's no way he isn't. He's the best cornerback in this draft. I'm sticking to it. I love him. Um, Another guy I absolutely love and me and you have had arguments about this. You already know what I'm going to say. Kyle Hamilton is my favorite player in this draft. You watch the tape on this guy at Notre Dame. He's everywhere. You can take that 40-time and shove it up your ass at the combine that everybody's, oh, the 40-time this and that, the 40-time this and that. Go and watch the guy's film. The guy's a tremendous player. I I am so ready for a safety in this draft. If you call me on Sunday morning, um, as I'm usually, usually doing my Starbucks, Trader Joe's in the morning, and I'm usually talking to Stu, um, if we don't have a safety, I'm going to be heated. I'm going to be really heated. Uh, I want a safety bad in this draft. I, I think this is, I think it's one of the most underrated positions in this draft. Kyle Hamilton, my white whale, love him. Brisker from Penn State, phenomenal football player. Daxton Hill, I like. I think Daxton Hill, you can move all over. You can actually play him in the slot if you need to. Daxton Hill's got a little Malcolm Jenkins, in my opinion. I really like him. I'm going to say his name wrong. Jalen Petrie is another guy I love out of Baylor. I mean, I really like this safety class. Um, I'm dying for the Eagles to get one. Uh, Since Malcolm Jenkins left and before that, it was Dawkins. I mean, we've had some phenomenal safeties in my years of being a fan. I need it again. I need a safety. Um, I I really like the guys in this draft. Nick Cross is another guy at Maryland. I think that's a talented football player. I think he gets overlooked. And JC's man, Lewis, uh Lewisine, who I pronounce crying on my podcast because I'm, you know, a dummy. But uh Lewisine is phenomenal. I definitely see him going in the first round. I mean, the hit that he puts on players, I mean, who, who was the kid from Georgia he almost knocked out in the game? Was that Jamison Williams?
0: Uh, he crushed yeah.
1: somebody. He crushed somebody coming over the thought, middle. Uh, it was John Mechie. I think it was John Mechie. Go back and watch that. He lit him up. Um, this is a great safety class. I, I mean, I, I really like this class. How about you?
0: I think the safeties are are real solid. Here, Here's my problem, though. A lot of teams that you'll find in this draft, play a zone. And if you play a zone, see Jamal Adams on what a high level safety will get you. Um, It kind of nullifies them if you're playing zone. So I I think it takes a lot of teams out of that safety consideration. To be honest with the Eagles, uh, I think Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean would be a, if you're walking out of this draft with Davis and Dean, I I, I think you need to be ecstatic.
1: Uh, I think so too. I mean, the biggest thing right now, Jordan Davis is actually a huge topic in Philadelphia on the radio because our defensive line is getting old. We really need to add to our defensive. I think line. Jordan
0: Davis. I uh, here's he the does thing: he only get a bad snaps rap. a game. Yeah,
1: I mean, yes, at his size, he does he get a bad snaps rap. a game.
0: I think he's the kind of guy where if you take another 20 pounds off him, which with NFL dieting and all that stuff is doable. I mean, the guy lost 20 pounds to get to combat.
1: Yeah. No, I think listen. he's a guy he's that a, can
0: lose 20 pounds and get into the NFL – Listen, I think he's as a, a guy myself
1: guy. who struggles. <laughs> as a guy who self my struggles with weight, I, I know how it is to drive around Philadelphia and eat cheesesteaks and soft pretzels. So it's not going to be oh, easy for him to keep it all. But <laughs> no, uh, if if I could give another guy I really like, uh, you know, if you want to give me some of your D line guys that you think are hidden gems, I love Perry on Winfrey. You turn on Perry on Winfrey's tape. I thought the Oklahoma defense was phenomenal this year. I just think their quarterback situation until Caleb Williams stepped in was terrible.
0: The Oklahoma defense was wonderful this year. I, I
1: liked them. I, I thought I didn't think they played bad.
0: Okay. wait, wait <laughs> hey, hey, what, what the, you thought the Rutgers the Oklahoma offense defense was the dynamo.
1: You thought their defense was bad. Their defense kept them in
0: games. They couldn't score. Their defense was horrific.
1: Mm, I, I horrific. disagree.
0: See Kansas.
1: Well, here, here's one thing See. that I'll say about defenses: when you get like that, when the offenses can't score, too, I, I think it brings down the defense. But I, I love Perry on Winfrey. I, I digress from Oklahoma. I guess I'm wrong. L-
0: but L- Perry, on,
1: Perry on Winfrey is a guy I love.
0: I, 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 yeah, a third round guy.
1: Let me tell you, he's getting a lot of buzz. Travis Jones from Connecticut went back and watched his tape. Uh, pretty nice football player, man. I, I see him. Re- he's really moving up boards
0: though. He got a I've lot seen of his,
1: Yeah. I, I've seen him go now as early as the second round. I mean, most books I have, and most scouting things I go through had him as a fourth rounder. I like to look at my books early on and then compare to what these draft experts say. Now, that's one thing I really like to do about the draft because I think there's a medium, you know, almost like water finds its level. Um, I, you know, I, I, think guys will get hot guys. will get put back down boards and then they'll come back up again. And that's what you're seeing right now with guys like KV on and guys like other guys, they're coming back up boards. Now, Derek Stingley, you know, there was a time they said Stingley was gonna drop past 15. Now they don't know if he's getting out of the top 10. So
0: I'd I'd be surprised if Stingley was drafted in the top 10.
1: Really? See, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't.
0: We we we're gonna make a bunch of side bets Thursday. I know it. Uh, I want to hit you with one last question, or I got two questions. The pre the preemption to the last question uh first quarterback off the board we talk about the eagles i think we both see that 15 to 20 range wide outs uh o-line d-line whatever's left who's the first quarterback taken off the board and by who
1: listen if you're gonna bet on it um i think a price play in this draft if you're looking to make a little money is desmond ritter I think Desmond Ritter has got Desmond Riders Oh, Ryder. Excuse me. I call him Ritter. But anyways, <laughs> no, I'm
0: pulling a Lombardi.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, I I think he's a good value. He was at plus five hundred. I got it two weeks ago in a couple books. Um, I think Matt Corral could go a little earlier than what people think. I think Corral's a good football player. He just can't stay healthy. I think that's his biggest issue. I think if he could stay healthy, I think he'd be the number one quarterback in this draft. Um. See if you can find some props. Now this is Stu's guy. I'm gonna let Stu brag on this guy. Did you see what Bailey Zappi scored in the Wonderlick test?
0: Okay, so it. it I didn't <laughs> see what he scored. Did he set a record? Uh, like something? off
1: the chart, out off the charts. Better than any of the quarterbacks. Here, I, I think Bailey Zappi, You could see go in the second and third round.
0: I could see Bailey Zappy in the third round. Like shout out thinking. to you
1: and Chris. You were the you two were the first guys I ever heard talking. Well, about here's this the guy. thing,
0: and and we watched a lot of Western Kentucky football. Bailey Zappi can make the throws. He made him against MSU. He made him against Indiana. He made him against Power Five competition. Something some of uh, some of the quarterbacks that are ranked really high haven't done. Um Shout out Malik Willis, but. You know, at the end of the day, it really turns into the thing of, do you want a six foot, six foot one quarterback that, you know, played in conference USA? I think Bailey Zappi's uh, ceiling is probably as high as Sam Howell's or Matt Corral's or any others. And that's why if you're giving me a third round pick, I'm Bailey Zappi versus a first round pick on Desmond Ritter. I'll take Bailey Zappi every single day.
1: Well, most sports books have dropped. The quarterback first round was at three and a half for a long time. It's now two and a half. So I'm almost tempted to take the under.
0: I, I, I just can't see it. I mean, Malik Willis, you know, we've talked about it. He's two years away from being a year away. He's shorter than Baker Mayfield. This is a guy who throws a football like John Elway throws a Nerf ball. Um, But uh, the problem is, is that, you know, at the same time, this is a guy that didn't throw a touchdown pass against Power Five competition. It's one thing to play Old Dominion. I'm sorry to tell you, you're not playing Old Dominion on Sundays. You're not playing. Army on Sundays. It's a different game, and I don't think he's ready for it. I don't think you can coach him into it. Um, I don't think I Kenny Pickett walked into a great situation. You look at that Pittsburgh team without Kenny Pickett, a top 10 team. Keaton Slavis slots right in. I don't think Kenny Pickett's special. Matt Carell gamer guy that that Tennessee game the kid ran real hard like 30 carries he ain't it either he's not a passer he's a runner Desmond Ritter go watch the tape Uh, I can't tell you how many I can't tell you how many one-on-ones he's missed in games that I've watched I can't I I can't count them it's horrific there's not a quarterback that is worth a first round pick.
1: No, you're not wrong. I mean, this has been the, this has been the narrative since um, December when I've sent you 10 or 12 different quarterback ideas for my Eagles. So (laughs) you've shot everyone down, but you know what? You're probably right in the process because, Everybody's saying this isn't the year. Now, I think you could change once you get to the second round now and you get the value on a Sam Howell or a Mac Corral, then you don't mind taking a chance.
0: You know, I, I mean? you know, history will tell you that if you pick a quarterback outside the first round, they are a backup. Oh, At yeah. Best. It's
1: very rare you're At gonna best. get a Dak Prescott, you're gonna get a it's very rare you're gonna get an I don't even want to say Foles wasn't even a good starter in his time, just for the one season. Although he did bring us a Super Bowl, but like that's true. I mean, you know, really, you got to get lucky. I mean, the Cowboys got lucky twice, really. With well, I wouldn't say lucky, but because I'm not a huge Prescott guy, but he's a decent quarterback. I he can fall props. down a well.
0: You can say, <laughs> that. yeah, he uh, sucks. You're right, he sucks. Let, last question here. Uh, give me a sleeper. Give me a guy. Okay,
1: are you ready? Are you ready? I'm I'm cooking, baby. I'm I'm in the kitchen like Frank Give me a sleeper. I'm cooking, baby. Right here. I'm going to tell you right now. Sky Moore. I am a Sky Moore fan. Western Western Michigan. Michigan, The Broncos, baby. The Broncos. Let's go. I'm a Sky Moore fan. Um, I tell you what. The kid has Andy Reid written all over him. This is a guy Andy Reid would fall in love with. This is a – I don't want to say Deshaun Jackson, but this is an Andy Reid special. This is where he finds a Tyreek Hill. This is where he's done it his whole career as a coach. He always finds these gems like this. I think Sky Moore's a guy that might go in the first round. I'm not even joking.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: I'm serious. He's been mocked in things as late one, a decent enough early two.
0: Here's what I think with Sky Moore. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Sky Moore. Uh, I think this is a guy that once he catches the ball, he absolutely decimated the defensive secondary. Um, if you watched any kind of action this year, you knew Caleb Ellaby. I mean, he, he was throwing to Sky Moore. If it was third and short, third and long, it's going to Sky Moore. He was getting double coverage. Um, and this guy just beat the coverage. I mean, he's good. He is very good. He's very reminiscent of Antonio Brown at CMU, kind of Mac level production. But I, I, I think here's the other question you got to ask yourself: it, it Mac defenses this year were astoundingly, like even for Mac levels, horrific. I mean, me and You're you. You're telling me the
1: Kent State defense was bad? No, I don't
0: me, believe me that and, one. <laughs> me and me and you, Rob, could have played better secondary. I think Sky Moore is talented. I think he's a guy that maybe you know you look in that third round and maybe it's a steal. Um, I'd be I, first round is a, uh, It's a bridge too far. For me.
1: And by the way, just to throw in, this is a horrific tight end class. I don't think a tight end should go before the third round. And midway in the third round, the tight end class stinks.
0: I kinda I kinda like Cole Turner from Nevada. Oh, I guess. I I I went
1: through these guys because the Eagles kind of need to draft somebody, even though they just moved JJ Ortega Whiteside. Hey, you got Whiteside side so at tight
0: mean. end. Yeah, oh, baby. What,
1: what a friggin' gem of a franchise. Um <laughs> I, I do think Jake Ferguson has a chance, to be honest, because that quarterback play at Wisconsin. Uh, my arrival, the quarterback play at Rutgers, that was horrific. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey, I nobody, just,
0: nobody's arrival to Noah Vedro. He is in a well, class of true. his own. My he's part.
1: in a class of his own. Yes, he's in a class of his own. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Ferguson's a guy. Maybe I don't know. I kind of like. But it's it. This is a bad tight end class.
0: Well, ended on that positive note, Rob. What you got cooking on Philly Mongo's?
1: Ah, I had an interview yesterday. My man Rob Hayden, he's the king of shout Eagles out, Twitter. Shout
0: out to Rob Hayden, man, Black yeah, Rob, he's I'm, hilarious, my man.
1: Oh yeah, he's a good man. And uh, tomorrow um, we're gonna be, I'm gonna be doing a show just on prop bets and having some fun with the draft, and then hopefully maybe a wrap up show with you Sunday. And uh, listen, follow me on Twitter at rreagles20. I mean. Stu knows. I mean, I'm just entertainment in itself. I mean, I, you know, I'm just on there complaining all day. So if you like tweets complaining about the Phillies or complaining about the Eagles, I'm your guy or horse racing. So anything gambling, you can follow me
0: <laughs> hard hard to complain about the Phillies tonight. I mean, uh, I, I guess Kyle Schwarber decided to uh, not take pictures on the uh, outside corner.
1: Yeah. Hitting 164. Uh, what's the score right now? It was seven. Okay, well, they're finally hitting the ball, but the Rockies stink. I one thing about being a Phillies fan, I don't get excited. So,
0: oh wow, this guy. All right, folks, next week Rob's joining us back again. Look, Craig Mikowski, Mike Maloney, Tyler Hoffman. We got a few other guests. That I'm trying to line up. I'm in talks with uh, well-known people. Uh, if you're looking to get ready for the derby, we're gonna get you ready. If you wanna be the smart guy at your party, you want to go put a bet down, we got you. We're gonna give you some really solid uh advice. And uh, you know, more often than not, if you got a little bit of smart advice and you're a little smart to how to play these things, um, and I know Rob, me and you're gonna go over it. There, there's some smart ways to play the derby and you can make a, a nice chunk of change. It is a very large pool, probably the largest pool out of all the horse racing. So, uh, you know, there's some money to be had there. So me and Rob and our friends are going to uh, hopefully school you up on that, presented by Dreammaker, of course. So uh, that'll do it for me and Rob tonight. We will see you. Check out Philly Mongo's. Check us out next, next week. Have a great end of the week. Hope your team does not draft Malik Willis. And we'll see you next time here on the Stucats.